What is up, Fandom Maniacs? It's your boy, Trey Miles, a.k.a. the Mouth of the South, a.k.a. Kobayashi. And my name is Lance Marlowe, a.k.a. Bubba Ray Nasty, a.k.a. John Gruden's Worst Nightmare. You know why they call me Kobayashi? No, because you like putting wieners in your mouth? No, because I'm not myself when I'm hungry. All right. What different person? This is Fandemonium, a sports podcast for fans, by fans. We got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, we're going to talk about some cool uh, football stuff. We're going to talk about uh, a little bit of uh, equal pay, women's action. We're going to talk about a big old fight in the WNBA. We're going to talk about how Jay-Z does not need the NFL. They need him. And we're going to talk about that boy A.B. who pulled a Lance Marlowe and came back to the team after a holdout. I like how you said... Um, Cool NFL stuff. Yeah, cool. Like we're gonna talk about some cool, some cool NFL, NFL stuff. stuff. Uh, yeah. So that's on the docket. So go ahead and sit back, relax, and listen to the sweet, sweet sounds. Like the Oakland Raiders, the Fandemonium boys have their second best player back on the field today, and we'll we'll start there. We'll talk about the Raiders and the things that are going on there, specifically, old blonde mustache throw couchy boy, Mister Big Chest. You mean Mister Big Chest, if you will, Mister Big Chest, Mister Cold Feet, super cold, like frozen. Mr. Um, Mr. I don't like the way this helmet makes my eyes look. <laughs> Mr. Does this helmet make my head look fat? No, I think it was that it... It cuts his vision off. It cut his vision off. He wanted an old one. Um, He wanted an older styled helmet. Which is not unheard of. Yeah. Last year, last year, him, Antonio Brown, and... Or Antonio Brown... Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers had helmets that were outside of like the statute of limitations mm-hmm. on years produced, but he's a receiver, not a quarterback, so he needs. Well, Antonio, or, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have been outspoken this season already on how much they don't like these new helmets, right? But they haven't allegedly threatened to retire. Uh, right. Over it. Right, right, right. Um, right, right, right. I'm saying allegedly because the only report uh, that has been put out there in the social media realm was by a man named Mike Silver, who I don't trust at all. Mm-hmm. He's not a reliable source in my mind. In your mind. And why uh, is that? Because he's a, a, a hater. A hater on who? He's a hater. Uh, what kind of hater? Well, he's a Raider hater. Oh, okay. So you're a little biased as well. Yeah, I am. Okay. Uh, Al Davis actually kicked him out of our uh, training camp four years in a row. So dumb kicked out dumber. Well, Al Davis was dumb. He was just old and senile. But, um, you know, I mean, you know, you get kicked out of a team's training camp four times, you're going to have a little ill will. Right. However, uh, I don't necessarily not believe it. I just take it with a grain of salt. I'll give you that. Well, I mean, Antonio Brown actually, he put out to fans, like, hey, if you can get me a helmet, I'll give you my old helmet. He it's signed, autographed. He, legit, yeah. he he recreated the helmet that they have now mm-hmm. so that he could practice. Yeah. He, like, painted it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, that's, it doesn't sound fake to me. It sounds pretty serious. Yeah. No, no, no. Like I said, the whole helmet thing is completely real. Whether he threatened to retire over it, I don't know. I'm taking it with a grain of salt. The only it. reason he's back Would is he because arbitration it? said no, and because it went to arbitration, he's basically left with no options. So exactly. he has to come back. Which I do applaud him for going the right route on that and actually doing the arbitration thing. Be the first time he ran the right, right route in a while. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Okay. Okay. Oh my god, you're so jaded. I'm so jaded. You know you are. I, I'm not. But either way, he's back in uh, training camp today. So, okay, and uh, okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Yes, go. Because it seems every year, mm-hmm. whoever, whatever, whoever, whatever team has hard knocks. Yes. There's some drama. Well, of course. Because it, it's a TV show, and mm-hmm. obviously, this is these are things that are happening in every camp. Not Maybe not the helmet thing, but drama happens in every camp, you know? Right. Uh, how much of how much of this and the blowing up of this do you think it's just because there's extra cameras around and it's because of the hard knocks and and the the need to make a show? Obviously, Gruden mm-hmm. is a show in and of himself, and Antonio Brown also is a show in and of himself. But. I'm curious uh, to see because I assume this whole saga won't be until maybe episode three or four. I don't know. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, how they cover it. Yeah, how they cover it. So that'd be interesting. But, I mean, Antonio Brown is good at making his own headlines. He is. So some of this could be because he's trying to make... Like, he's trying to make a story for Trying sure. to create the narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nothing else is really going on other than his feet. Right. You Which are I mean? disgusting. Uh, they are gross. It's disgusting. Um, I, I don't know if you saw... Uh, the Instagram posts that he... They're terrible. He deleted it. it. It's... No, it's... No, it was a story. Huh? It's, it's... It was a story. It's cringe. Yeah. It, it literally is disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. It basically, his feet... If you, ha- if you uh, weren't able to see it, basically his feet were peeling like like layers of skin. Like the entire foot. Not just yeah. like, you know, some people have it, you know, peeling like, on that. It's not like a bad heel. case of athlete's foot or anything. This is, this is frostbite. This is yeah. dead... This is the literally his... His skin is dead. Uh, you know his agent, um, what's his name, Rosenthal? Rosenbaum? Rosenbaum, maybe? I can't Rose, remember. Drew Rosen. No, it's Rosenthal. Drew Rosenthal. Yeah, he uh, came out in uh, an interview today saying that he won't comment anymore on uh, the whole thing behind his feet because there are uh, legal things that are happening behind the scenes. Like So they're trying to sue. They're definitely trying to sue. Well, I- that, that basically what they're saying is that there was... Uh, negligence there was negligence on the cryotherapy like company well that whether they he was wearing the wrong stuffs right but they shouldn't have they but he's a pro athlete you think uh, you how many still, times has Antonio Brown done cryotherapy how many times has he posted that on social media yeah I know but the thing he is, probably walked in there with slippers because he's the Antonio Brown and does what he wants to do well then they shouldn't have turned the machine on I guess but there's you know what I'm saying? there's a difference between or operator negligence and uh, user, user negligence. Mm-hmm. He chose it, and they're probably like, "Well, this is Antonio." It was probably some kid who was like, you "Antonio know, Brown," some twenty-one-year-old yeah. kid, and Antonio Brown's yeah. like, "I'm going in here with my slippers," and he's like, "All right, okay. that's Antonio Brown. I'm not. I'm not about to lose mm-hmm. my job for arguing with Antonio yeah. Brown." And obviously, this is all conjecture. Yeah, we yeah. don't know any of the details on that, but uh, I could see that going. Either way, easily. Yeah. Right? Like, it could be totally Antonio Brown's fault. It could totally be this place's fault. I guarantee you, no matter what, whoever was working there is getting fired. You know? it was. Yeah. It's one of those damned if I do, damned if I don't things. Like, he was going to get fired either way. Yeah. And now he's getting fired because of Antonio Brown. Hopefully he writes a story about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, any, as far as, you know, Hard Knocks goes, I haven't watched it yet. Um, I'm kind of waiting so I can watch, like, a bunch at one time. Yeah. Anything Get a little binging in. Yeah, anything interesting you want to give me as far as like episode one? Just don't spoil anything. What's going on? What's uh, going on in the well, Raider world? Is What's a, going on in Raider World? What's going on in well, I will tell Davis you this. There is Davis a Disney? A beautiful uh love scene between two teammates. Uh that involves uh horseback riding. That's weird. It's a little broke back mountainish. Is it the is it better be like a quarterback and a lineman because if it's not it's well, weird. Well, you know that well it was a safety and a defensive end. That's a weird, uh, that's a little weird. And uh, of course they had to play Old Town Road in the background the whole time. Of course. Uh, it was actually that part was pretty funny. Um, one thing that is definitely lighting the internet up mm-hmm. is the 50-50 love or hate for a rookie. Jonathan Abram. He's a very outspoken young man. He's very cocky, and he's very um, brash. 
Mm. Right? And Braggadocious, if you yes, will. Half of the half of the uh, fans out there, both Raiders and non Raiders, are uh, saying, Oh, he's a cocky little shit, he's a piece of shit, like I definitely don't like him. And then the other half are like, dude, I fucking love this kid, he's hilarious. That's only like, how it goes with like yeah. people that are like outspoken. Yeah. It's so he's definitely gonna be a story coming out of hard knocks for sure. Um, other than that, John Gruden made an amazing speech. At the mm-hmm. be- you know how every Hard Knocks, the mm-hmm. first episode of every Hard yeah, Knocks yeah, starts with a coach and speech. Coach, yeah, right. yeah. yeah uh, John Gruden made this sick speech about, you know, everyone in the NFL has a dream. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to make the team. Everyone wants to win a Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. And he said, fuck dreams. I'm into fucking nightmares. Ooh, right? Ooh. Your job is to smash somebody else's dream. Take their job. Send them home. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I said it all John Gruden style. It was it was actually pretty dope. Like, it got me all... It got me, Yeah, fuck yeah, hard knocks. You know what I mean? Well, that's probably the most hyped Raider fans are going to get all year. Uh, well, it was, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, you know. You know, you're about to do. You already lost four games this year. Um, well, Golden, if we only lose four games, I'm very happy. Well, we've already lost four games for sure. There's going to be way more. What four games are we for sure losing? Two against the Chiefs, two, two We always won one against the Chiefs. Not going to happen this year, and two against yeah. the Chargers. Yeah, we'll get swept by the Chargers. I, I'm telling you right now, Chargers are winning the division. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they are. I can uh, see that. Chiefs, eh, their defense is going to hold them back. No, no, no. Check it out. Terrell Chiefs, sucks? Let me tell you. Big pickup. Terrell sucks. 47 years old. 36. He's not the same man hey. he was. Yeah, that's what they said about a, Ray Lewis listen, the year before he won the Super Bowl. I have Bowl. a ton of respect for Terrell Suggs, but come on, they lost. Um, they uh, they lost Justin Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost um, D Ford. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, bro. That's their whole. They lost uh, uh, Barry. They picked up. Who they pick up? They picked I mean, up. Barry didn't really play. They last picked year up. Anyway, but. Ty, no, they didn't. No, that's just, that's the Texans. They picked up. Uh, they pick up Peterson. Patrick Peterson? They picked up Patrick Peterson, didn't they? I don't think so. They but didn't. maybe. Don't quote me on that. I think they picked up Maybe they Peterson. did. Anyway. Uh, Still, also. And you're going to lose at least a game to the Broncos. At least. Yeah, we'll see. Because they got a mean defense and they have a quarterback that can at least well, what scares, keep a boner. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what scares me about the Broncos is that they have Vic Fangio now. Well, and they Vic have a Fangio quarterback. Vic Fangio is... I mean, everywhere he everywhere he goes, his defense is top notch. Well, I mean, and that's already a top notch defense. Yeah, it's a, it's already a pretty good defense. And now they have a quarterback. They have a quarterback. He's I mean, him and Derek Carr are pretty much in the same breath. So. Yeah, I put them there now. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And offensively, they have a quarterback. They have a you know their their line. They don't have any receivers. Great. Yeah, but well, they have one. Who? Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, and they don't they, have any receivers. They have a better running back. They do have a better running back, so, but so do the Raiders. No, I mean, like, the Raiders running back is worse than the Broncos running back. Debatable. Mm, Josh, what's it, Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs. Is not better than Philip Lindsay. You know, I can't argue yet because... <laughs> it's not a, that's I'm not going to, you know, I can't argue that yet just because we haven't seen Josh Jacobs in a game yet. In a real game. I, yeah, yeah. Very right. So I get, but Philip Lindsay... Was a rookie last year? He tore it up. Super stud, right? Yeah. Josh Jacobs could do the same thing, so we can't no, we not, can't say one's better the than the other. Yet. But I, I agree with you. All right, getting away from garbage. Oh, teams. And the Raiders got way better receivers too. Yeah, throwing it out there. They have hey. one. Oh, we got multiple receivers, but it's cool. It's cool. What what, what receivers do you have? Uh, we got this. We got uh, Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got. Uh, JJ Nelson from the Cardinals, right? Yeah. He's, he's a he's a fast dude to Just, go on the other side. You and guys drafted a fast dude once. How'd that work out? Well, we've drafted lots of fast guys. And how does that work? That out? was kind of Al Davis's thing. Okay, so we're back on the fast dudes thing. That uh-huh. never works out. Okay. Uh, and then we got. Uh... Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I forgot his name. Yeah. Me too. Fuck you. I don't know his name. And from the Chargers. Mhm. Mike Williams. No, what? No. God damn it. See? Go on. Oh, and we, we drafted Hunter Renfro, which I'm super stoked about. Yeah. He's the receiver from Clemson. I know. I know who yeah. Renfro is. I love him. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this guy up. Yeah, you looked I that up. I totally forgot his name. I think it's Williams. Mike Williams? 
So, wait, no, you just said Williams. I said Mike Williams. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about, as most Raiders fans. Tyrell Williams. Okay, yeah. As most, as most Raiders fans, they don't know what they're talking about, which is normal. I know. hate you so much. It's when you've got so much head trauma from banging your head into walls watching your team draft Darius Hayward Bay six times in a row. You kind of get upset. Uh, you know, I remember, so, okay. Darius Hayward Bay. Obviously, I was very upset when we drafted him. It's a bad choice. I was very it's upset when we drafted. Choice. I was very upset when we drafted Jamarcus Russell. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, well, even at the time, I was upset because that's not who I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very upset when we drafted Darren McFadden. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though Darren McFadden was really good mm-hmm. in, in college, I was still upset when we drafted him. Mm-hmm. You know, the one draft pick back in the Al Davis days that I was really excited that we got that still didn't turn out, Rolando McLean. Right? Well, remember? that was more injuries than anything. Oh, the, no. Remember, he got arrested oh, for, yeah, like, yeah. shooting that gun next to Like, he, like, tied somebody up and shot a gun next to his head or some shit. Real like, shit. But when... <laughs> he had to let a, people know. He was a real boy. He had to let people know what was going down. See, but the thing is, is the one time the entire Raider Nation was stoked. Like, Al Davis finally made a good, safe pick. Like, this pick can't go wrong. Still fucked it up. Yeah, that's how it goes now. It's the Raider way. It's the Raider way, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to do it somehow. It's um, a hard life. Anyway, as we, continuing with the NFL, uh, Golden Tate, we talked about last, uh, I talked about last week, he was uh, has a four-game suspension because of some performance-enhancing thing. He claims it's from mm-hmm. fertility drugs. I talked about how the NFL's dumb because Tariq Hill, who is literally on camera talking about Where's beating that? his son, I think he probably moved something. But uh, he's on camera, like, talking about beating his son, trying to make him tough. And, you know, Golden Tate is literally just trying to start a family, and he's getting suspended for it. They denied his appeal, which really just kind of goes into my continued... The NFL is a dictatorship, and I don't support of it. the NFL. Roger Goodell is a fascist. They just do what they want, and it's... Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's just because they have enough they have enough sponsorship that they can just do whatever the fuck they want. But eventually, as their league starts to decline and other leagues start to thrive, they'll learn that they need to change it up. Um, it sucks for Golden Tate because for, for all reports, he's a top-notch teammate. He's a top-notch player. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's played on a lot of really bad teams. I mean, he's no Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, yeah, sure. I don't know. Um, I, I don't really know how to put those... Guys together, they're like the same guy. Yeah, no, much. but I mean, he's not. He's he's always been on really bad teams, and he's still on a really bad team. And now he's in a really bad situation, and he never really complains. He's always just kind of he's he's a professional, which which I really like about him. I I think I mean he went to Notre Dame, and I hated him just because stupid helmets. I don't like Notre Dame, but mm-hmm. all in all, I mean he's he's a he's a pro's pro, and it sucks to just see. See, I didn't touch anything. It doesn't matter. I mean, there's a little beep. People will see it. They'll hear it. It's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> it's just there. Uh, but yeah, it just sucks to see because I mean, if if what he's saying is true, if it's all because he was trying, he was taking fertility drugs, which I mean, honestly, would probably be performance enhancing. Let's be honest. It sucks In that one way. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, that's why I said yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, if it's just because of that, it sucks because he's <laughs> he's just he's just trying to have a family. He's trying to you know help his family out and stuff, and he's trying to he just, make babies. He just wants to make babies with his wife. That's crazy, and he's suspended for it. It's yeah, just, it's pretty crazy. Terry kills out here, beating babies and whatnot. It's just, I don't know that. And the Cowboys can just pick up any dude that beat his girlfriend the week before and. That's a whole other thing. It's all a conspiracy, man. Right. Uh, another great... Uh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no. You just going to say something stupid? I was going to... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> continue with uh, the NFL and crazy stuff. Uh, Zeke, still holding out, has not got the contract he wants. Uh, probably not going to play this year. Uh, At this point. Boy, and also, on top of that, our Dak turned Prescott out, of yep. out here asking for 40 mil. He said, fuck it. Pay me. And let me tell you this, though. Cowboys are going to end up coming out on top on that one. So check it out. They said 30, right? Mm-hmm. He says 40. 
eventually they're going to pay him 33. Mm-hmm. And it's going to make it seem like the Cowboys won, but really, Dak won. Well, you know what I mean? Dak doesn't but, deserve $30 million a year. No, he doesn't. That That's... I don't no, care who you are. I don't. If you're a Cowboys fan, listen to this. Kill yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dak doesn't deserve thirty million dollars a year. No. That team is straight. That Dak is garbage. He's not garbage. I put Dak in the same category that I put Josh Allen in. They're just no. Yeah. What? Yep. This is the same guy you're always arguing that is better than Derek Carr. He is. Fuck you. He's so much better. Fuck off. He's so. Get you know, out of here, bro. You know, there's. Josh Allen? There's superstar tier. There's star tier. There's decent tier. There's waiting for the next guy tier. And then there's. Oh my God, these guys suck. And there's like, how are these dudes in the NFL? Mm-hmm. Derek Carr is in the third tier. Like, they're all the right. decent. Dak is also in the decent tier. You would put Josh Allen in the decent tier? Yeah. I, if I'm starting a franchise, I'd take Josh Allen over... Well, not I, I probably wouldn't take him over Derek Carr. Just because... Uh, I don't know. That's tough. Josh Allen, he's a strong dude. He can run the ball. Listen, okay. Here, I'll give you this. That's a big boy. I like Josh Allen. Right? He has one year... That was decent, right? I don't know if I'm putting... See, you know what you're missing? You're missing a category in there. You're missing the, the potential guys. Like, like, like decent with potential kind of guys. Like, like the Josh Allens of the world, right? Hey, well, if you he's, put decent with potential, I then I would put... I, I put Dak Prescott in decent with potential, and I put Derek Carr in okay. Because I feel like we've seen the best of Derek Carr. Yeah, he almost won MVP that year. I'm saying, but we've seen the best of him. It's not going to get better than that. You don't just start sucking. Yeah, but if he has years like that all the time, but he he's won't. Top tier. He's had his years. You don't know that. Oh, I know. What are you talking about? Oh, I know. Dude, are you serious? Yeah. Okay, one year, one year. 2017, he's hurt the whole season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last year, he's hurt for part of the season. Mm-hmm. He has a new system, new coach, mm-hmm. and terrible offensive line. Mm-hmm. Absolutely zero receivers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's three years in a row. No, that's two years. Oh, two years now. Yeah. No, no. 2016, he was in the MVP race. Okay, that's what I'm saying. second in MVP race. So votes. 17, 18, 18, 19, now 19, 20. So 2016. MVP. Well, it was like the end of the, like, it was like the. MVP conversation. 16, he broke 17 his 17 year or whatever. Right. Right. No, that was the year he broke his leg like right before the playoffs. Right, the leg. It was yeah, his yeah. leg. And then the beginning of the next year, he breaks his back. Right. Right? Rough season. Mm-hmm. That was Jack Del Rio's last year. Right. And then last year. And then last year was John Gruden's first year. New season. He's crying. What? He was crying. So he cried. No, that was when he broke his leg. No. Yeah. No, that was last year. No. That, that was, was after the sacks. That, that was two years ago when he broke his leg. No, he broke his leg three years ago. Two thousand sixteen, he broke his three leg. Three year, okay, it was three years ago. No, know? he was crying last year. Remember, we talked about this. He was crying because he got sacked like eight times. No, what? remember the whole thing the about whole the crying, crying thing? That was last by the way, year. I'm using air quotes because it's fake. That, whole, that was last year. The whole no, it was three years ago, bro. No, it was that was last year? It was when he broke his leg. All right, we're gonna pause real quick to pull up a video. So after review mm-hmm. of the tape, mm-hmm. it happened last year. You're right. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I told you, I know. Yeah, well, um, I mean, he still wasn't crying, but the alleged crying was last year. I know the face of a man that's crying, and that boy looked like he was crying. I mean, he was in pain. It was a face of pain. All right, we spent way too much time on the Raiders. We've given them more airtime than they're going to get all year. Um, you brought it up. Let's, uh, let's continue with the NFL, uh, talking about guys from crying to... And you know, by the way, any team... That is on Hard Knocks is a focus for the whole season. Yeah, it's just, gonna be it's just, focus it's just drama. Um, uh, one of the things I did want to bring up... Uh, Jay-Z. Uh, not Jay-Z next. Okay. But uh, Jamin, or Damon Sheehy Giuseppe, uh, the dude who ran back the punt uh, on the Browns. You know, his story is pretty dope. It's just kind of a... We'll just kind of highlight it on how awesome it is, the fact that he, you know, basically spent his last $200 to come to Miami to try to come to training camp. 
He was sleeping on like grass areas. He was charging his phone and taking showers at gyms, getting workouts basically on guest passes from people just from being able to talk him into it and being a good guy. He was like, you know, scrounging for food. He had his mom and friends like Uber eating him food and sending him money for food. And last week, uh, during the Browns shellacking of the Redskins in preseason, which we really don't care about, um, he ran back an 86-yard punt return, which is honestly it's just a cool story just to see somebody who's like sticking with it, like chasing his dreams. He's a dude who's like had injuries throughout his entire career. He was a basketball player who didn't make the team. Didn't make the team. Then he went and played track, got injured playing track, and then he went and tried to like he was like, Oh, let teach me how to be a receiver and they were like, No, nah, you're gonna be a you know, you're gonna be a a returning specialist. But, you know, it you know, he, he talks he does all the research on the president of player or personnel for the Browns, talks his way into the mini camp. Didn't even have an invite. Talks straight, straight cons him, con, his way in. Legit cons his way in, makes the team, and then on national television, wearing OBJ's shoes because he didn't bring the shoes or misplaced the shoes. He was supposed to wear, runs back an 86-yard uh, punt, and the team literally I think there was lost some, their minds. I think there was some magic in them old shoes. Hey, man, OBJ, that's a magical boy. That's mm. a magical boy. He got... He's bringing that magic to the AFC North, much to my chagrin. Chagrin, uh, that's a good word. I know, I know. Yeah, I'm good at words. That's a podcaster's word. That's a podcaster's word. Yeah, I'm I a podcaster. Be. I said it. But yeah, so it's it, it, it's <laughs> it's it's just one of those things. It's it's a cool story. Uh, I honestly, it'll probably be one of those stories that's you know, six months from now he's gonna get cut and they're gonna be like, oh, remember this guy. Uh, but if it if it turns out to be like he's the next Dante Hall, mm-hmm. then it's like holy shit, what a great story. Yeah. But either way, it's awesome. Kurt Warner was bagging groceries. Shit, he was. Everyone always brings that story up, so I felt like I had to. Hey, you know, a lot of great dudes come out of nowhere. So. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. I mean, honestly, no matter what, it's just inspirational story for you know if you're out there and you got a dream, chase it, man. You never, you never know what can happen. You really don't. You know, you can really, you can just, it, there's nothing, you, you can't hurt yourself from trying. If, if, if anything, if it didn't work out, the only thing out, he's out is $200 and the money that his family spent and then he has to get back home. But, I mean, if you think about it, $200 to chase your dream, I think anybody would spend that. The kid ran a 4.3, though. Four three forty. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... Dumb, da dum dum that that's got to give you a little bit of a uh, a leg up. Okay. Yeah. The average person. Right. Hey, did you see? You, we brought up the Browns. I don't know why this just popped into my head. Did you see that whole thing where uh, uh, Baker was at a an Indians game and someone threw him a beer? Yeah. And this fool just shotgun just, that shit like <laughs> he 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 bit it. With yeah, he bit it with he that mustache. With that fucking mustache. Have you ever seen someone do that before? Yeah. I was, damn, I see, I, that's gangster stuff. I, right? I, I, ain't, I ain't go to no college. Well, so you would I, think I ain't seen it. You would think all the Raiders games you'd been to, you'd have seen something like that. But apparently, you're not allowed to bring aluminum. Raiders fans ain't shit. You can't bring an aluminum can inside of a Raiders game. That's too easily shankable. That's true. You got to bring everything in a clear bag. That makes sense. The size of a fanny pack. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> before we get off the NFL action and go to halftime, another thing I do want to bring up is that Rock Nation, that's Jay-Z's entertainment company, uh, they entered a partnership with the NFL to enhan- enhance the live game experiences. So that probably has something to do with like entertainment and halftime shows and things like that. And also to amplify the league's social justice efforts. The only reason I bring this up is because I think last year... We talked about how like people were boycotting performing at the Super Bowl. Uh, Jay Z was one of those people that they reached out to, like, "Hey, can you come to the? Can you come to the Super Bowl? Will you perform?" And he said no. Later on, he uh, wrote a song in which he said, basically, "I don't need the NFL. They need me." Uh-huh. And you know, eight months later, uh, he is now in a partnership with the NFL, and I think the NFL is slightly. Starting to get the message that as him. there's a there's a huge culture shift in in the world of sports in the world of media and there's a huge 
power balance that they're no longer on top of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are just not watching anymore. I mean, viewership is at an all-time low. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, the orange man will say it's because of people kneeling and unpatriotism. Unpatriotism? Um, Lack of patriotism, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's a whole other side. Of like, well, that's because people are just done with your bullshit and the fact that you're a dictatorship you that just suspends whoever does what you want and lets and you know totally makes it a it, it revolves your entire league around Tom Brady and uh, Jerry Jones. Yeah, it's but yeah, it's uh it's cool to see this. Um, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be good things from this. Uh, uh, Jay-Z is a dude that's not going to be controlled by the NFL and, like, listen to, like, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that, because the man's got his own money. He doesn't yeah, yeah. He doesn't need NFL money. And if he needed NFL money, he'd go to his wife. Because mm-hmm. she got money, too. Yeah, she's got NFL money. She got NFL money. Uh, Jay-Z is a man that I've heard say before that he, it's like a euphemism. Basically, he's, he... <laughs> I don't know how to put it, but it's like he has 99 problems, but the NFL ain't one. But the NFL ain't one. Do you think he still has 99 problems? I think right now Jay-Z's probably got about four problems. I was going to say, I don't think he still has 99 problems. I know he's got three. Where are they? Well, that's his kids. Because <laughs> it don't matter how much money you got, <laughs> them motherfuckers will, will, will beat you up. You can have 16 nannies. <laughs> But you know he got three kids, so. And what, and what was that award show that one time when his daughter she she became like she got a, a lot of screen time for like a like a face or an attitude kind oh, of thing that yeah, she I don't you know. remember that yeah. But I was like, oh, that girl's gonna be a problem. Yeah, it is. She's a little diva. Yeah, well, you know. I mean, when your mama is an actual diva, yeah. you might become a diva. It's like, like Beyonce is a diva, like by the very definition she's like of the... like we say Antonio Brown's a diva, but we're. But, well, like Beyonce's a diva in like the positive sense of the world. Well, I mean, I it's think, funny because like no, anytime I think, I think she's a diva in the literal definition well, of it. Well, I know, but in like when whenever it's weird because whenever you're talking about like a diva, mm-hmm. like if you're talking about it in terms of like entertainment, yeah, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But if you put it in sports, it's negative. That's true. that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a like a that's a it's kind of sexist. That's a sexist story. We should, yeah, we should let's let's pinmark that. All right. We'll, we'll put a pin in that. That's mm-hmm. a, I feel like that's something we should talk about. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Why well, um, can Beyonce be a diva, but Odell Beckham Jr. can't? Why? You know what I'm saying? So, so oh, man. that's a. We're not going to talk about it, because that's going to lead to a whole thing. It is. That's I cool. I like we that. Gotta go to we're going to put a pin in that. Uh, before we go to halftime, okay. this episode is brought to you by my mother, who was here this weekend and... Bought alcohol, and we have extra alcohol, so we're taking shots of that alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, this week's episode is brought to you by Bacardi. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. I'm coming. All right, I'm ready. I need a chaser for this shit. All yeah. right, here we go. Yeah, it's rum. You're not supposed to choose it. We're not Cheers. fucking pri- or privates. We're not pirates. <laughs> we're the rum boys now. We're the rum boys. Oh. We're the rum boys now. Oh, God, that is so disgusting. Yeah. This is the first time we've ever done rum on the show. It hurts, dude. I don't know how pirates drink this shit. But shouts out to pirates. <laughs> uh, shouts out to Jack Sparrow. Shouts out to the dudes out in Somalia if you're listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pick up some people. Yeah. Make everybody get it and listen to I like uh, rum and daiquiri. Yeah, I like, I, like my, I like my rum how I like my women. Um... Slushy? Um, um, cold? Not not strong? That's not nice. <laughs> Jesus. I don't like my rum how I like my women. But I like my women how I like my rum, if you know what I'm saying. I don't. Dripping down my tongue. Oh! I think it's time for halftime!
I would like to start this halftime off by apologizing to Trey's mama. I'm so sorry you had to hear that last thing before the break. Um, oh, she doesn't listen anymore. Oh, your mom stopped listening? She told me... Uh, Is it because I stopped apologizing for all the, the no, curse words? No. Because I did stop apologizing. She, stopped, she just stopped listening because I cussed too much. Which is fair. She didn't raise me to be no cusser. Yeah, I understand. Which it's, is fine. You know, our show isn't for mamas. It's really... Well, I mean, it's not for our mamas. Yeah, hot mamas. It's for others' mamas. Any single you know, mamas out there here. looking for some young studs. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's uh, uh, let's get out of that. Let's, uh, let's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What, mm-hmm. Let's continue. Yeah, let's go. Uh, as always... You take this part. So, uh, first and foremost, you can follow us on Instagram at Fandemonium2018 or mm-hmm. search Fandemonium Podcast. It'll be mm-hmm. the same thing. Uh, Twitter, which we're not very active on anymore because I don't... It will be. I don't really do Twitter. Uh, that was a fancy pants thing. Um, but I don't really do Twitter. Uh, but it is... I, I'll post something every once in a while. That's Fandemonium2018. And that's Fandemonium P. That's fun. That's Fandemonium P. That's Fandemonium. That's Fandemonium P. Uh, you can look us up on Reddit, which I don't think we use. I might as well delete that, honestly. Cause yeah. I, I posted like three things on it. We don't use Reddit. When we first started out, and then I never... Or maybe shit, maybe I'll just resurrect it. Maybe I I'll... I think what I'll do is I'll I'll change my Reddit account to a Fandemon, to the Fandemonium account and use that as my account, so when I comment on things, it'll be under Fandemonium. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll just add you as a moderator. So so our slash Fandemonium podcast. And uh, as always, you can tell us you love us, hate us, want to be us, or that uh, we suck at Fandemonium2018 at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> maybe don't say we suck. Uh, I will say, obviously, because I've been in and out these past, fa- since Father's Day. Uh, when was that? Like, June, some early June. Damn, girl. Yeah, I know. It, well, it, I've had a lot of personal shit going on, family stuff. Uh, I feel like you said this the first time you came, came back. back. Well, it's but <laughs> I did. Well, I had a lot of really serious stuff happen, and then it kind of smoothed out for a minute, and then more serious shit happened, and then some other stuff happened, but it was all kind of the same shit, just up and down, ebb and flows of it. But uh, I think... The dust has settled. Moral of the story, you'll hear Lance Marlowe back in September. And you're going to see my fanciful Twitter fingers. In September. Uh, back. I did make a uh, post on the Twitter. Wow. Uh, I tweeted, and I said, hey, y'all, uh, sorry I've been gone for so long, but I'm back. Uh, you know what I miss? Uh, no one responded. Everything? So that's cool. Yes, yeah, because nobody but cares anymore. Everyone, I, 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 uh, one guy did send me a message. and was like, where you been? And I was like, I've been here and there, lots of stuff going on, and then, uh, but that's pretty much it. But I'm gonna be back on the Twitter and uh, the, you know, everything else. At, did you say Facebook, by the way? I'm, because I don't do Facebook. I know you don't. So. I, it's 2019. Why wouldn't you be on it? But listen, or you're more woke because you're not on. I don't. It. Mark Zuckerberg is I a don't robot. Subs- yeah, I don't let the Russians control me. I feel you, dog. But uh, there is a fandom money on Facebook page. I'm going to get back. See, I was doing all the social media stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get back on it. I got y'all. I took it over for a second, but if, I was like, ah, I, that's if, boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't uh, got time for this nonsense. If I don't get back on it, y'all can come and punch me in the arm real hard. Punch me in the eyeball. Well, okay, look. If I don't get on it this week, y'all can punch me in the arm. If I'm not on it by next week, someone can punch me in the eyeball, but just one of you guys, not all of you guys. But um, also, we're going to have some more content. We're going to uh, we're gonna do a little double feature this week because we got some peoples on the waiting list to be on the show. Um, so we're going to have, we're going to have, a, I'm actually going to, we're going to release a couple episodes this week. Just kind of make up for the lack of content. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, it's it's going to be, a, it's going to be real different. It's not going to be. Uh, based mostly on like the sports that we're talking about, we're gonna talk about some some other things. Uh, some some some. It's gonna be more of an interview type thing. It's not gonna be an interview. It's gonna be it's it's just we're gonna touch on a, a broader spectrum of sports. Got you. More we're gonna we're gonna touch more on like phys, phys, physical sports. In sports that are about physicality and that don't necessarily get uh, the recognition that they deserve. It's the kind of, the kind of sports that um, you and I 
can't do. Basically, uh, my sister's boyfriend is going to be on the show, and he's a dancer. And he's, like, famous. Like a badass dancer, though. Not like a, like, fucking, I don't know, who's not a cool dancer. You can go check him out on Instagram. He can do, like, backflips in the sand. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty impressive. I, every once in a while, it does pop up on my feed, and I'm like, who's this guy? Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's that guy. And then I, I seriously will go through his feed. Yeah. Be like, dude, this dude's fucking nuts. Yeah, well, probably uh, the the uh, the Instagram post to promote that episode will probably just be him with his shirt off, if I'm he, being honest. Yeah, he does have a very um, cut physique. Yeah. It's a lot like mine 15 years ago. Yeah. But better. <sighs> anyway, uh, without further ado... Um, Wait, is there anything else we need to do? We got to shout out the Rum Boys. I didn't do shout outs last week because I only did a 25 minute episode, so there was no halftime. Uh, shout out to the Rum Boys uh, at Rum Boys Net. Uh, check them out. I have not been up to date on their content because we've been kind of slacking. So, as of, you know, I've been kind of slacking on keeping in touch with everybody. Uh, check out them. Um, Sunbelt Reynolds of NorCal. And that's about it. We don't really have any other sponsors right now. <sighs> Things have been slow, folks, but that's okay. Because Fancy Pants Lance, a.k.a. Bubba Ray Nasty, is back. And I'm here to put the podcast on my angelic wings and <laughs> soar through the sky to greatness. I want you guys to remember this in three yeah, yeah. weeks. No, nah, I'm here, dog. Alright, anyway, alright, so let's get back to the show. We're going to talk about some NBA, WNBA action, and then we're going to hit on some... We're going to talk about a gigantic woman getting real mad. No, I haven't, but I, I actually I've heard uh, some people pay good money for that kind of action. Yeah, they will. Uh, well, people some people didn't have to pay good money for that action because uh, Brittany Griner, mm-hmm. six foot nine, center out of uh, Phoenix, uh, decided she was just gonna go all malice in the palace <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of a game. She started swinging. She started swinging. Uh, it was like six minutes left in the fourth quarter, and she went after like uh, some the other team center. Uh, after like they got like tangled up in the lane, and she's she's <laughs> dude. This lady, it's, it's funny because she's six foot nine, and yeah. I don't mean no disrespect. I'm not trying to be misogynistic at all, but you know how like you you see like if you you go on World Star. And you watch two girls fight. Yeah. And you know, there's like that that arm swinging and that flailing shit. Yeah. That's exactly what she was doing, which is not what you expect <clears throat> from uh, a woman that's six foot nine. nine. And again, no disrespect intended. I'm not being misogynistic at all. I'm not trying to say anything, you know, I'm saying that, that women I, can't fight. I know there's a lot of women out there that will whoop my ass, and I don't want to start no problems with none of y'all, okay? <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying that it was funny to watch because the video, it's like... Her fighting style did not uh, equate to her size. Right. Just, uh, you know, what I thought was hilarious was the probably like average-sized man who was the referee was trying to hold her back. <laughs> she was just throwing him around. And this dude is probably like 5'10 or something. Probably. But, uh, uh, compared to her, he, he, he looks like he's 4' tall. <laughs> And he is giving his all trying to hold this woman back. And she's like, not She is just raging through him. 
and it is pretty funny. Um, go check it out. Uh, her name is Brittany uh, Griner. Brittany Griner. She plays for the. You know Brittany Griner. You Phoenix know Mercury. she was she was on Baylor and she was like, oh, Brittany Griner is the same person who said that she would beat Demarcus Cousins in a game of one on one. Yeah. Uh, we will leave that up to the imagination. Yeah, uh, she wouldn't. But there were a few players that got suspended. Um, uh, Brittany Griner got a three game ban. Um, two other players got two game bans. Diana Tarouzi, who is probably one of the best female basketball players to ever live, uh, Kayla Davis, each got a one-game ban, and then uh, a four from the Mercury got a five hundred dollar fine, which is crazy. which is amazing because if if this was the NBA, it would be like a fifty thousand dollar fine, and uh, we're gonna talk about equal pay right after this, and I think it's hilarious because if this was an NBA game, that's like a hundred fifty thousand dollar fine, easy. So, uh, equal pay equals equal. Five hundred dollars is like the fine the team finds you for like showing up five minutes late for practice. Yeah, that's like the like goes that's in, like the coach's fine that goes yeah, in the pot. Or yeah, whatever, that's, right? that that's the team cuss jar. Yeah, um, that's not to say that this fine isn't a big deal. It's just more of a. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty ridiculous. Just watch the video and you'll. Be on the same page as me. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm really not. It's just funny. Yeah. Um. Speaking of people paying five hundred dollar fines because they don't get paid any money. Mm-hmm. Nice segue. That was a good uh, segue. Um. So, you know, we we've talked about equal pay. Um. Lots of times. In in sporting, mostly when it comes to women's soccer, uh, particularly in the U.S. because the women's soccer team is better. Um, than the men's. Than the men's from a talent. From, from not from a uh, well, I'm not gonna say from a talent perspective. From a from a winning perspective. Um, so you know, there's there's been this whole argument about, and there's a whole lawsuit. Uh, the the you know, bunch of U.S. women's players got together, hired a lawyer. They're suing the the United States uh, Soccer Federation, saying that hey. Uh, we should be making more money, which you know, realistically, they should because um, they're better. They're better. They're winning. Uh, they're winning consistently. Um, so uh, the 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 Atlanta United manager Frank De Boer, who is also the manager of the Netherlands national team at one point, uh, came out and said uh, he thinks that equal pay is ridiculous. Um, and then he kind of related it to tennis, and he went on. Uh, which which a lot of people do they they focused on the viewership numbers and you know the ads and things like that so the the amount of revenue the team brings in versus all of that that kind of stuff um, so he just kind of based it off of you know even if your team performs better in your arena maybe you don't get the viewership or you don't get the the notoriety that other teams get. So he doesn't believe that women should earn the same amount of money in sports. He did say um, that the whole equal pay movement was more based on like a um, like a corporate environment. So like a woman yeah. CEO should get paid the same as a male CEO. So he was saying that at least, I guess. I'm not going to defend him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it, you know, it's just another, it's just another hurdle in the um, pay discrepancy pay discrepancy arena uh, it's funny because he does he was he played for the Netherlands and then he um, in in 1994 and 1998 and the Netherlands is one of the uh, uh, football associations that has pledged for pay equity for men's and women's teams so that uh, the women currently right now are getting raises through the 2023 season so that their earnings equal the male Mets. counterpart. So it's it's funny because he's a he comes from the Netherlands, but you know, he's completely just he's arguing against it. He's arguing American against what's women. going on for American women and when the American women shellacked uh, the Dutch women, the Netherlands, the Netherlands, Dutch or Netherlands. I don't know if you guys know that, but uh, <laughs> just so you so you yeah. know what I'm saying. Little uh, geographical. But knowledge. they beat they beat the Dutch women in the World Cup, and he's still saying, oh, they shouldn't get paid the same. Um, and I honestly, 
in any other country, I would agree with him. Really? Based on his arguments, in any other country in the world, I would say, you're absolutely correct. The women should not get paid as much because they don't get as much... uh, advertisement and notoriety they don't have as much fanship uh-huh. but in in the u.s uh-huh. the only team we have to cheer for is the women uh-huh. so if there's any place that deserves equal pay it's the u.s women's team because not only do they get viewership they get wins and where i'm come where i come from uh-huh. it's about getting dubs you know what i'm saying tell them preach you know what i'm saying preach it's either win or go home uh-huh. if you ain't first your last, uh-huh. Ricky Bobby 316. Uh-huh. So, uh, Baby Jesus. Mr. DeBoer, uh-huh. if you don't win the MLS Cup this year uh-huh. for Atlanta FC, uh-huh. I will be on uh, the podcast saying that you should be getting paid less uh, than the, the coach of the national team. And I will be saying you should be getting paid less than any other winning coach out there because, in your words... Mm-hmm. It's about results. It's, it's about, about viewership. Results. And I ain't ever watched an Atlanta soccer game. Nope. Men's or women's. <laughs> Men's or women's. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I will say this, Mr. DeBauer. DeBauer. You know what you need to do? What do you gotta do? You need to do better. You gotta do better, motherfucker! You know one of my uh, co-workers today? Mm-hmm. Uh, um... Mutual buddy of ours mm-hmm. named Miguel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sent me a picture today of a car's license plate that said "Do Better." That's dope. And I was like, "Man, I love you, Miguel." They're getting out here. You know, we're mm-hmm. just we're just so no- notorious. We're not, but no, notorious. No K N O W because we we know no Tories. A chick named Torius. She's cool. <laughs> okay, um, as we close out the show. Uh, we talked about the rich, or I talked about the rich Paul rule last year. Last, last year, week. last week. Woo! Time sure does fly when you're having fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about the rich Paul rule last week. Uh, the NCAA, because of the blowback from all the star athletes out there, has amended the rule. They are no longer requiring that agents have a bachelor's degree. So all the other requirements are the same. You know, you got to be certified. You got to have insurance. You got to have. Um, uh, what is it? It's uh, something else. Yeah, insurance. Oh, you gotta you gotta pass exam. an exam. You gotta pass an exam. So all of that stays the same, but you no longer have to have a degree. Uh, There's a lot of people that were calling it discriminatory. A lot of people were saying that it was targeting Rich Paul, who is LeBron James's longtime best friend, and they were just you know, it, it, and it really was. It, it was about them protecting themselves against people that have influence outside of the things the they control. Uh, you know, uh, Rich Paul got a shoe deal for a kid going to play in New Zealand for the year. Um, and I Instead think... Instead of when he could have gone... When he could have gone to the NCAA. NCAA. So um, that, that takes money it out takes of their pockets. money out of their pockets. And, you know, like I said, you know, like I've always said, NCAA is all about that money. It's all about bringing in uh, money for themselves. Always so, have been. Always have been. Uh, so they changed that rule, which is good. Uh, but, you know, obviously there's still a long way to go in the world of college sports in terms of uh, pay equity, in terms of what these young athletes are bringing to the table for these schools. But we're not going to get into that today. Because we've been over that before. Many times. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. So. Fuck you, NCAA. Basically. Suck a fucking, whoa. We can say all that because your mama don't listen anymore. Yeah, I'm not, I'm my mom sorry. never listened. I don't think she's ever listened to one episode. I'm not gonna say. My mom it. said, "I hate sports. Sports are stupid." Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it just because it's just not. It's, you know, I, my mom. My mama didn't raise me to talk like that. <laughs> and somehow you ended up like that anyway. I'll tell you why. It's because when I was in the third grade, mm-hmm. I got a Fifty Cent album. Oh my god! The yeah. explicit version. Uh-huh. Is and that the the lollipop one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, I yeah. hid it under my pillow, and I'd listen to it at night. Uh-huh. And boy, I tell you, if I didn't learn how to cuss from that fucking, uh-huh. that fucking, oh my god! I, I was, don't know why. You just gave me flashbacks. Uh, totally different here. Um, but I, my mom wouldn't let me listen to Ozzy Osbourne same when concept. I was younger. Yeah. 
uh, and I snuck the album. Mm-hmm. And one time she walked in on me while and you were I biting was... the head off a bat. No, oh, okay. But I was listening to a song. It's called Suicide Solution. Mm-hmm. She took it. She broke it. Oh damn! She broke the CD in half. Jeez. Right. She took my Walkman. Oh, that's the my one. Walkman. Not the Walkman. Uh huh. She took it. Which I wasn't even listening to because I had it on my boombox at the time. Well, that's just dope. Yeah, I had it on my boombox, but she took my Walkman so I couldn't sneak it. You know what I mean? That's what I was doing. Yeah. And then she took all the rest of my CDs and put them in the garage and told me I couldn't touch them for three weeks. Oh, man. Because I was listening to a song called Suicide Solution, which, you know, wasn't even a bad song. I mean, Ozzy Osbourne never said a bad word in his life, in his music. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> totally different households, the two of us. Yeah, I mean, you got caught, I guess, so. Good, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really the only difference, is you're mm-hmm. just not good at sneaking your bad music. I'm just saying, same age, I was sneaking 50 Cent albums, I was sneaking Ozzy Osbourne albums. Well, that's because you're also six years older than me. All right. I think. I'm I'm older. I'm an old man. Yeah. I don't have the same hairline I used to have. I get it. You don't have the same hairline you had yesterday. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and on that note. With that. Uh, that was mean, man. I was, right. I was taking a self shot, but you didn't have to. You saw fun. You didn't have to dig your claws in like that. I didn't want to do it. I really didn't. I thought about it. I really did for a second. I just looked. I was like, oh, I shouldn't do this, but somebody out there is going to listen to this and laugh, so. Probably Miguel. Yeah. Love you, Miguel. Hey, Miguel. I feel like we should just start doing shout-outs to our three listeners throughout the show. Our good friends, like our, our three. Hi, hi, um. Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. How are you? Hi, Miguel. Hi, Miguel. Hi, Kurt. My name is Miguel, and I don't get it, but I listen anyway because I like to uh, support my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Kurt, NASCAR is not a real sport. Damn. That hurts. That's going to cut him deep. I would pay money to see his reaction when he hears that. Yeah. I probably will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll know what happened as soon as you're like, what the <laughs> what the f- Have you seen the pit crew? They they change the tires in six seconds. You got Junior. Let me tell you this: on Sunday, I watched an entire NASCAR race, the in from lap one to lap five thousand, whatever it was. He didn't Kevin kill. Harvick won. You didn't kill yourself. No, I wanted to. Oof. Kevin Harvick won. Whatever that means. I'd actually. He, he's in the mobile one car. I would pay... Brad Keselowski would have won, but uh, he ran out of gas. He did not plan it out. I would pay money for somebody to come kill me. Mm-hmm. No, actually, I wouldn't. I would actually pay money to NASCAR for them not to air it on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was a billionaire, I would literally pay the entirety of my fortune yeah. for them not to broadcast. See, my thing is, it's like, why can't we just watch this on Fast Forward? Like yeah. four times, you know what I mean? Just like like the four X fast forward. Yeah, it's the same thing, really. Like slow down for like the last two laps. Yeah, and there was like seventeen cautions in the last like five minutes. It's kind of like a NBA game where they use all of their mm-hmm. their timeouts in the last minute, but way more boring. Yeah, somebody's gonna have to explain to me how the uh, how NASCAR is a sport one day. Uh, but today's not the day. So, uh, as always. Uh, Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We will see you again in about three days. Uh, We'll record again. Um, But until then, it's your boy, Trey Miles, a.k.a. The Mouth of the South, a.k.a. Kobayashi. And my name is Lance Marlowe, a.k.a. Bubba Ray Nasty, a.k.a. John Gruden's Worst Nightmare. I'll see y'all next week. You gave off real Batman vibes right there. I, I know. It. It was, I tried real hard. It hurt my throat a little bit. Uh, That's what she said. See you next week for the Maniacs.